are Locked On, the Washington football team with the Locked On Washington football team podcast. Good to have you with us. I'm Chris Russell, flying solo tonight, one half of the Russell and Medhurst show from 3 to 7 on the Team 980 in Washington, D.C., the Odyssey app worldwide, the Washington football team flagship station. Again, Monday through Friday from 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern time. David Harrison is out tonight. We want to wish our co-host, who also does great work covering the Washington football team for SI.com's Fan Nation, a very happy birthday. Uh, and, um, again, hope he's having a good time. We cut him loose for his birthday like he cut him, me loose for my birthday. So, unfortunately, our birthdays are two days apart. But when we're not here, you can follow us on Twitter, at dharrison 82 at Russellmania 621 And, yes, the show Twitter is unlocked, and we are unbanished at LockedWFTPod. Coming up on today's show, which is free and available on all platforms, we're going to talk about the Washington football team back on the practice field. Also, Terry McLaurin, a breakout year. Who did the Washington football team work out at running back? And does Robert Griffin III Really want back in? Yeah. How about all that to come? Plus a voicemail as well. All right. Uh, before we get started here, I wanted to make sure that we tell you guys and remind you guys that the NFL Draft is really a year-round dealio, and the Locked On NFL Draft podcast is coming back. It relaunches now. This week, with brand new hosts, Eric Crocker, who brings the player scouting, and Ryan Tracy, who brings the analytics. Follow the Locked On NFL Draft podcast on YouTube, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's start with uh, Tuesday out at Washington football team headquarters, the Inova Sports Performance Center in Ashburn, Virginia, where I was stationed on Tuesday for practice and some media. I wasn't able to attend all the media, just Ron Rivera and Sam Cosme, because the schedule was running behind, and I had to go and do my radio show. Uh, So wasn't able to fully be there in person for Taylor Heineke and whoever else they brought out, but got a good feel. And Washington was on the practice field for the first time since Thursday night's dramatic, let's call it that, win over the New York Giants, which we discussed in detail over the last couple of episodes, so we're not really going to go there per se anymore. The practice schedule was very different this week. So Ron Rivera made the team come in for meetings and I guess some rehab and you know all that light workout on Friday, the day after the win, instead of giving them off. But then he gave them off on Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Now, coaches obviously don't have off, but players did. So the players then returned to the building on Tuesday morning and had meetings and a full practice at about 11.45, 11.50 on Tuesday. And they will practice Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday of this week for the Buffalo Bills with a recovery day on Friday and their first travel day of the year on Saturday up to Buffalo for Sunday's game at 1 o'clock at Highmark Stadium in Orchard Park, New York. Now, it's a little bit, I mean, it it probably doesn't matter much to you guys, but it is a little bit of a different schedule and dynamic in that you don't have the day off following an extra practice. So normally when teams have an extra practice window, they'll give the weekend off 
and then they'll make the teams practice on Monday, maybe a light practice, probably no pads, and then Tuesday, the player's day off, and then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. This year, Ron is doing, as he did before the week one season opener, a player recovery day on Friday. Whatever that exactly means, I don't know, other than get off your feet, we're not going to have a heavy practice, Uh, maybe it's a walkthrough, Uh, maybe it's just treatment, maybe it's just a workout. We don't exactly know. I don't know if we've asked him as a media group what it exactly means other than, you know, you can't put a full practice on a player recovery day, right? (laughs) That makes sense. So today, meaning Tuesday, as I record this late Tuesday night, was the first of the three practices that would normally be Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. This week it's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Matt Ioannidis was on the back practice field on the side, not working out. Taylor Heineke, I put up some video of this at WrestleMania 621, and I think David put it up uh, on the show Twitter, at LockWFTPod. I I took some video of of Taylor Heineke wearing a compression sock or a padded full-length sock, like a soccer sock, if you will. He looked like he was moving fine. He looked like he was able to jog and move around. So I don't think it's anything major, maybe just preventative, maybe he just got kicked in the shin, not sure. Uh, We're going to try and ask Ron about that after the first injury report comes out of the week, which will be Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. So you see they're practicing Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. But they're not required to issue an injury report until Wednesday. And Ron Rivera hates injury reports. He does not want any information out on injuries. I don't even know if we're going to get an honest answer uh, at all. I don't think it's anything big. I don't think it's anything important. Um, But it is noteworthy just because he's the first string quarterback and the other guy's hurt. So there you go. Again, no injury report. Uh, We will have that on the next episode uh, which is be a crossover Thursday episode um, after the Wednesday practice. So you'll have that. But Matt Ionetis was working on the back practice field. Obviously, Curtis Samuel and Ryan Fitzpatrick are on IR. They still have a roster spot open at 52. And on Monday, they worked out a couple of players. In addition, and most notably, Deontay Foreman and Raquel Armstead, two running backs. Now, Who are these guys? Well, Foreman was a third-round pick of the Houston Texans in 2017, uh, was with them for a couple years, got waived, spent a few weeks with the Colts, then wound up on the Titans last year. Foreman signed with the Falcons over the summer, but he was released after a couple of weeks. 107 carries, 421 yards, two touchdowns. He's 6'1", 236, so he could be uh, the short yardage situation answer that they've kind of been looking for on their practice squad with the ability to elevate for game day or on their active roster if they want to do that, that they cut loose in Peyton Barber. Remember, they cut Peyton Barber from the 53, and they got him back on the practice squad, but then the Las Vegas Raiders signed him to their active roster just a couple of days later, and he actually had a nice run for the Vegas Raiders to finish off that win in Pittsburgh. Uh, so Foreman has over 2,000 yards uh, rushing during his last year in Texas, or at Texas, I should say, uh, as a running back. Armstead, a fifth-round pick of the Jaguars, he's 24, 35 rushes, 108 yards in 2019, was out all of last year due to COVID-19. All right, so there you have the update on that. And again, remember, Washington is one short on the 53, 
Uh, and we'll have to see how Matt Ioannidis does throughout the week and if there's anything to this Taylor Heineke situation, which, again, I don't think there is anything to. When we return right here on the Locked on Washington football team podcast, we'll give you a number on Montez Sweat, and we'll talk about Terry McLaurin, whether he's ready for a breakout year. Guys, we're back and better than ever with our friends at betonline.ag. BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season with a new updated site interface, even more odds, props, contests. BetOnline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website right now or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use the promo code NFL100. That's NFL100. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available during this year, 2021 season. At Bet Online, the fastest and easier way to bet all your favorite sports. BetOnline.ag, your online sports book experts. Hey, Washington football team fans, I'm Chris Russell. With an incredible app, everyone who buys gas, and that's you and you and you and me, Needs to know about the Get Upside app. My listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas. Every time they fill up, just download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use the promo code TOUCHDOWN. That's TOUCHDOWN, T-O-U-C-H-D-O-W-N, and get a bonus 25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. That's up to 50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price of the pump anymore. Get cash back with Get Upside. Just download the app for free and use the promo code TOUCHDOWN to get up to 50, per, uh, 50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as 200 uh, two to three hundred dollars a month in cash back, and there's no catch, guys. The cash back gets added right to your account. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or an e-gift for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Get Upside app and use promo code Touchdown to get up to fifty cents off per gallon cash back on your first tank. That's again promo code Touchdown. All right, we're with you here on the Locked On Washington football team podcast. So there was an article in Bleacher Report that David found, and we didn't get to it on the last episode, but it was about a buy or sell on who the early breakout players on teams are. And Terry McLaurin was listed there. And the question, obviously, is do you buy it or do you sell it? And the answer for me is easily I buy it. Even with Ryan Fitzpatrick down, you know Taylor Heineke can throw the pill. You know he's going to put up 250-ish yards, maybe 300-plus, in most games. I mean, you can just see that, right? Uh, maybe it's too early, I don't know. But Terry McLaurin, with all of the carnage at quarterback for his first two years, has been awesome. He's been limited in terms of what he can do. Because of that wreckage at the quarterback position. But hopefully for Washington, Taylor Heineke can stay healthy here. That's a hopefully. And even if Kyle Allen is the quarterback, I still don't think it would change that much, to be honest with you. Now, if we're talking about the fourth quarterback of the year, maybe that could be something different. We'll get to a potential fourth quarterback of the year. But Heineke is the first you know, Washington passer that you can say has a little bit of magic in his arm, in his body, in his presentation, right? I mean, really, 
certainly since Robert Griffin III, and that didn't last long. Now, McLaurin, who has put up two very good years, which were stunted by bad quarterbacking, injuries to the quarterbacks, and injuries to Terry, caught a career-high 11 catches for a buck 07 and a touchdown last Thursday night against the Giants. We talked about how he took advantage of the off-coverage the New York Giants were constantly giving him. He set up his touchdown with an out route to the Washington sideline. That was because of off-coverage. And then Washington and Scott turned to line him up on the right side and ran a skinny post, and he took advantage of that because of the off-coverage. Uh, it was very noticeable from the press box. It was his seventh 100th-yard receiving game of his two-plus-year career. As first, since, ironically, against the Giants last November 8th. That was the game out of the bye. That was a come-from-behind game because Washington turned the ball over so much. I didn't realize that he didn't have any down the stretch for Terry. So when we talk about a breakout player, what are we talking about? What are we talking about? Well, to me, McLaurin is consistent. We're talking about he's the number one receiver. We're talking about he's got speed. He's got good hands. He's got a good running uh, route running ability. He's got all the ingredients. Now, will teams double cover him if Curtis Samuel is out for a while here? Not if Adam Humphreys and J.D. McKissick and Antonio Gibson and Cam Sims step up and Logan Thomas step up and help Ricky Seals-Jones, so on and so forth. You can't double Terry because you're going to leave – somebody else open, depending on personnel package and all that. But Terry is super consistent. Again, it doesn't seem to matter who the quarterback is. They find him. He gets open. He catches it. The only thing that has hurt Terry a little bit is, again, the revolving circus at quarterback. It's hard to get 1,200 or 1,300 or 1,400 type yards seasons when you have that. But 1,000 or just under 1,000 or just over 1,000, yeah, especially with one extra game this year. Now, again, can Terry stay healthy? We don't know that. Hopefully he can. But seven 100-yard games through his first 31 career games. Again, he's missed three games in his NFL career, two in his first year and one last year. That's the second most in franchise history behind Gary Clark. And he's got 21 games of at least 80 receiving, of at least 60 receiving yards, excuse me, which is the fourth most through 21 games in NFL history, according to Washington football team PR. The 11 receptions, the most by Washington wide receiver since Pierre Garçon on September 21st, 2014. That is seven years ago. So good for Terry. I think he is absolutely Capable of a breakout. I think he's absolutely already broken out, but people around the country don't necessarily know Terry and what kind of guy he is and what kind of athlete he is and what kind of humble leader he is. Like, we know him here. So Terry McLaurin, to me, has already broken out. The question is, will he break out for the rest of the country? And what does that mean? Does that mean fantasy? Does that mean for gambling? I don't know. Everybody has a different interpretation. All right, wrapping up this part of the podcast, Locked On Washington football team podcast. Again, I'm Chris Russell in for 
Uh, well, in by myself, I should say, not in for David Harrison. David Harrison is out. It's his birthday. So wish him a happy birthday at D Harrison 82 at D Harrison 82 on Twitter. Is Taylor Heineke party time or pump the brakes time? Is he a guy that Washington has stumbled on that nobody else in the NFL saw this coming? And I, I will tell you this, I want to believe, like I want to believe in magic and genie potions and lightning in a bottle and cer- clearly what I've seen in games, a very limited sample size, Taylor Heineke can move the football. He can throw, He's not got the, he doesn't have the strongest arm, we know that. He's got mobility, he seems to be a much, much, much better game player than a practice player. He is not good in practice. The practices we were able to see, and granted, we're not able to see now, we're able to see a portion, but we're not able to see the whole practice. And quite honestly, it's mostly scout team work and all that stuff, so it doesn't really, really factor the same. But he's not a great practice player. I I think I could safely say that, and Ron Rivera has admitted that. Is it pump the brakes time or is it party time? For me, it's still pump the brakes time, and that's okay, guys. I know everybody wants to crown him the next Kurt Warner, the next amazing success story. Listen, he's not Kurt Warner. He doesn't have the arm strength. He doesn't have the size that Kurt Warner has. But that being said, I can't rule it out that every 15 years or so, a Tom Brady or a Kurt Warner comes out of absolute nowhere. Could that be Taylor Heineke? I can't rule it out. I can't say yes, but I can't rule it out. Can I say for sure? That he is a long-term starter. No, I can't. I think we'll find out more about him this Sunday in Buffalo. I think he'll be okay. I don't know if he'll be great. And I don't think he was great against the Giants. Got off to a rough start, high a lot. But he makes some tremendous throws. When the J.D. McKissick throw off the sideline on the out and up was a good throw in stride. The Ricky Seals-Jones go-ahead touchdown was awesome. He made some bad throws, obviously. Uh, to McLaurin, uh, or in McLaurin's target, uh, on the interception. And some throws earlier, and a bad decision on third down on the first series of the game. And remember, they went three and out a couple of times to start that game. But then they figured out the Giants. He settles down. It seems like he gets into a rhythm. He's really good in two-minute, really good in no huddle, and tempo offense. Got the fourth-and-one quarterback sneak on a tempo play. And they didn't even have a great, great, great running game that particular night. And that's a Giants defense that I know is better than they played so far. But I want to see him against this Buffalo Bills defense on the road. If you go into Buffalo and you light them up, and Buffalo is much better on defense this year than they were last year, if you go into Buffalo on the road in a hostile environment, light them up, and run this offense, and you score 30-plus points, even if you lose, there's going to be a lot of people that are convinced. I need to see at Buffalo and at Atlanta at least before I'm party time. Right now, I'm pumped the brakes down, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Temper your expectations so that you'll be pleased in the end. That's kind of how I look at it. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, and you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you got your buddy, your neighbor's best friend's login. 
for the good stuff. Hmm, that sounds interesting. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love, guys, without the hassle. And a great way to finally get your TV and your life together. It's called Direct TV Stream. And it brings you live TV and on-demand favorites all together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes, no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion. Get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Guys, what do we always tell you about our friends at Built Bar? They are the best tasting protein bar ever in the history of mankind. So this week, they have a limited flavor that we want you to try and get the attention of, and that's cookie dough chunk. Let me tell you something. They sent us a sample box, and I had my first cookie dough chunk, and it was unbelievable. It was like literally going to your supermarket, grabbing one of those tubes or logs of real cookie dough, and putting that in your mouth and in your tummy. It tasted that good. It was incredible. I was shocked that it was that good. Not shocked that it was good. It's shocked that it was that good. Plus, Built Bar, of course, has all the standard flavors, you know, peanut butter, uh, brownie, mint um, brownie, David's favorite, double chocolate, salted caramel, cherry, raspberry, orange, all that stuff, right? So you can get the new flavor this week. Cookie Dough Chunk. Or you can get any of your traditional favorites. Whatever way you want to package it, go to Built.com, and they'll work with you. They'll get you what you need. They're high in protein, low in calories, low in sugar, low in net carbs. They're healthy for you. Great after-workout bar. Great meal replacement. Instead of that bowl of ice cream, instead of that bowl of cookie dough ice cream, which is terrible for you, have a Cookie Dough Chunk Built Bar. That's right. Order today. Go to BuiltBar.com. And use the promo code LOCKED15. You can go to Built.com as well. Uh, they both work. Just a little secret. And you'll get 15% off your first order. That's use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. All right, guys, we have a voicemail to wrap up the show here in this midweek edition of the Locked on Washington football team podcast. Let's hear. Let's hear from the voicemail line, Sean in Ohio. I really appreciate the work you guys do, providing good content about our, our beloved skins. Uh, but I want to at least just say one thing that I wish the show included a little bit more of, and that's a little bit more love and passion for our team. Sometimes I feel like you guys are always trying to talk us down a little bit or just take on a pessimistic attitude uh, when it comes to our team. And, like, for example, I know you guys are trying to hold back on Heineke a little bit, but the guy has completed more passes in his first three starts than any quarterback in NFL history. I mean, show some respect on that guy's name. Uh, so just I know it's not my place necessarily for recommendations, but as a as a lifelong Redskins fan, I would just like to see a little bit more fan out of, out of you guys instead of just uh, kind of cold analysis. But, hey, keep up the good work, and I do appreciate and I do listen to the show. So, good job, guys. All right, Sean, thank you very much. I think that's a very reasonable criticism uh, or critique, and uh, I appreciate your honesty and not being afraid to, you know, voice what you feel. 
And we would highly encourage everyone, everyone, that if you don't like the show, if you don't like something on the show, leave us a voicemail, locked or an email, lockedwftpod at gmail.com, lockedwftpod at gmail.com, or leave it on the voicemail, 301-615-3577. That's 301-615-3577, just like Sean did. We want you guys to have a big voice in the show, whether it's your passion, whether it's your analysis, whether it's your opinion, whether it's praise, whether it's criticism, whatever it is. I think Sean brings up some good points. I probably need to be more enthusiastic about Taylor Heineke. I probably need to be more on the hype train. Now, that being said, I just told you pump the brakes or party time, and for right now I'm still pumping the brakes. But I could be convinced with two more starts and two more excellent performances on the road against a good defense in Buffalo and a mm, not-so-good defense in Atlanta that it could be party time. It could be that soon for me. I still need to see more. But I understand Sean's point. So I will very much try to get you guys, you know, David will as well, a little bit more juiced up, a little bit more pumped up, a little bit more excited for Houdini Heineke. He's trying to get a sponsorship with Heineken. He talked about that on Tuesday with the media. And, of course, Bud Light has jumped in. Uh, so he's trying. He's trying. Taylor Heineke is a good dude. And it would be an incredible success story if he sticks around and stays and becomes the next Tom Brady, the next Kurt Warner, you know, and there's others. It would be an incredible success story. All right. On that note, we will wrap this up by also telling you Robert Griffin III was a guest on the Adam Schefter podcast. Of course, RG3 now works for ESPN, does college football analysis, uh, games, uh, sometimes uh, on college game day, but really more games. But once again, like he said on Twitter, and we talked about this last week, he went full hog and said, I would like to come back to Washington. And he didn't say it directly as exactly that, but he made it clear that while it's not his decision and he's not going to beg, that it's Ron Rivera's decision, that he would very much be interested in coming back. Will they want him? I doubt it. I can't rule it out. This is the first year that I could say for sure, since he's been gone, that there's even a chance. No Jay Groove, no Bruce Allen. Dan Snyder seemingly is on the outside looking in. None of the Shanahan stuff. No Sean McVay. None of the guys that you know played with him, that dealt with him, that didn't love him. All of that stuff. All of those guys are pretty much gone, if not all completely gone. Would you want Robert Griffin III back with the Washington football team? Hit us up on the voicemail line so we can knock those down as soon as we possibly can. Hit us up at 301-615-3577, 301-615-3577, or via email, lockwftpod at gmail.com. And as we always tell you guys, betting on the Washington football team certainly not easy. This Sunday in Buffalo, we will see they are big underdogs. I'm leaning towards Washington plus the points. 
But it doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee's lock of the day. Follow the Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get your podcasts. That's going to do it for us right here. I'm Chris Russell flying solo. Again, happy birthday to David Harrison. I'll be with you again for another episode of the Locked on Crossover with Joe Marino of Locked on Bills podcast for the next edition. And then David will be back solo as I go to Canton, Ohio, to visit my children. And then on to Buffalo for week three, Sunday afternoon at 1 o'clock, where I'll next join you. Again, thanks for being with us. I'm Chris Russell. David will be back later on this week. We are free and available on all platforms right here on the Locked on Washington football team podcast. (laughs) 